Hi, Don. Yes. And your life counts, and enthusiasm definitely makes a difference. Hello and welcome. You're live on the Sudden Eye Impact Show with your host, Lee, coming to you from the DFW Metroplex. On the Sudden Eye Impact Show, we have fun together, we learn together, and we encourage one another. On the Sudden Eye Impact Show, we discuss a variety of topics, such as, but not limited to, 100% responsibility, accountability, accountability partners, mentorship, being of service, entrepreneurship, relationship, communication, decision-making, self-concept, the subconscious mind, imagination, the power of thought, the power of belief, the power of expectation, belief systems, attitude, mindset, mastery, consciousness, awareness, becoming the observer, the power of words, focus mastery, the power of partnership, creativity, visualization, innovation, the power of partnership, visionary leadership, economic empowerment, personal finance, Goal setting, goal attainment, strategy, personal success, and paradigms. On our show, the Sudden Eye Impact Show, we share concepts, principles, processes, and systems that work when you work them, that deliver good and great results. Our show's vision, mission, purpose, and intention is to discuss and deliver simple, basic, fundamental ways to help everyday people experience more fulfillment, satisfaction, enrichment, enjoyment, health, mental health awareness, and overall peace. Through utilizing your own brilliant mind and all latent resources that lie dormant within you. The Sudden Eye Impact Show is spiritual, inspirational, and motivational, expressing energetic, electrifying, and powerful and transformational content that anyone can learn and apply consistently in any area of their life to either change their life for the better and continue work to change their life for the best. Today's show is the sophomore project, The Experience. Volume 12, the universe and how it works is something like a phenomenon. Once again, you're live with Lee. We're going to cover a lot of things today. Uh, this will be a powerful show. So you want to get your pen and paper out and uh, take good notes and take it all in. It is given to you to choose your day. The two choices are you can either make your day negative with negative thoughts or you can make your day serve you with positive thoughts. The choice is all yours. No person, no entity, no authority can do your thinking for you unless you give away your power. Failure or success, we are all working with the law of thought. And the law of thought is found in Proverbs 23, 7, and was written by King Solomon. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And through our own thought processes, we are thinking ahead of our evidence. What you think will be expressed. There is no such thing as thinking in secret. It will at some point be revealed in your results and outcomes. Even not thinking will be revealed, and it shows up in some area of your life. It's law. Earl Nightingale said, Scholars throughout all times have argued about almost everything, and it is only one thing that they have found consensus agreement on, and he calls it the strangest secret. And it says that man becomes what he thinks about. Man becomes what he thinks about. That's the strangest secret. Buddha said it this way, all that we are, is the sum total of our thoughts. 
Ralph Waldo Emerson said it this way. A man is what he thinks about all day long. And then Dr. Ken McFarland said it this way. Only 2% of people actually think. 3% of people think that they think. And 95% of people would rather die than think. Based on all this data and information that I've just given you, it's plain to see that thinking is important because your very life, your current reality is coming directly from your sensational thinking or your emotional thinking or you thinking feelingly. Let me say that one more time. Your life in the state that it is in or your current reality is a direct recipient from your thought life, meaning what you think emotionally, what you think sensationally, what you think feelingly is creating your current reality. I'm going to say it one more time. What you've been thinking emotionally, what you've been thinking sensationally, what you have been thinking feelingly is creating or has created your current reality. So if you don't like the reality that you are currently living, the matrix, then you're going to have to find a different thought to think emotionally, to think sensationally, and to think feelingly. Otherwise, you're going to continue to receive the same results and same outcomes that you're currently receiving. I have something that deals with the law of cause and effect. A belief is the root, and a belief is just a thought that you continue to think over and over and over and over and over again. What is happening to cause these things to happen in your life? A belief is the root. It supplies or produces a certain thought. That thought is like a seed, and the fruit from the thought is expressed. Find out the belief which supplied the thought or cause, then you can change the effect or unwanted circumstance, unwanted condition, and unwanted material thing. I'm going to read that one more time. A belief is the root. What is happening to cause these things to happen in your current reality? A belief or root supplies or produces a certain thought, that thought is like a seed, and the fruit from that thought is expressed. Find the belief which supplies the thought, something that you thought over and over and over and over and over again, becomes the cause. Then you can change the effect, effect or unwanted circumstance, unwanted condition, and unwanted material thing. Now, to help you with this, um, I highly recommend that you get out 
a pen and paper or a pencil and paper or a pencil and note card in your leisure time and go through a process of self-examination, introspection, self-reflection, soul-searching. Figure out what is it that you're thinking all day long. It could be in the area of finances, or it could be in the area of your relationships, or it could be in the area of your career path, or it could be in the area of health. You need to figure out what what are you predominantly thinking? And then you need to find out what emotion are you attaching to that thought? What sensation are you attaching to that thought? What feeling are you attaching to that thought? And what I also recommend is to learn how um, to meditate because this is not woo-woo. You know, you're going to have to practice uh properly in learning to meditate what do i mean by that what i mean by that is in order for you to actually get you know one and a half to two minutes of meditation you're going to have to practice you know getting yourself calmed down getting yourself focused uh getting yourself in position to direct your attention it may take you 16 18, up to 20 minutes just to be able to zero in, lock in, and relax and be able to get a hold of your attention and control your energy and control it and direct it to to calm yourself down so you can listen to your still small voice uh, within. And this is important because this will help you regain control of yourself, even though the truth is, you are in control even when you are out of control. But this process of proper meditation practice to go into meditation for one minute, one and a half minutes, two minutes, whatever it comes out to be, will help you regain your sovereignty. Well, you're in control of your life now. You're taking your power back from, you know, your parents, your relatives, uh, your boss, uh, outside influences, the TV, the radio, etc. Because this is the only way that you can begin to um, tap into your mindset and, uh, you know, really begin to think about what you've been thinking about. You know, what are you thinking about? About yourself within yourself. So you can course correct and get yourself back on the right track. I mean, the law is as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As he continues to think, so he remains. And this is according to Proverbs 23.7 from Solomon, and I added to it because um, metacognition is the process of becoming aware of what you are thinking and what you are feeling. Because uh, statistics have been proven that 90% of our thoughts are the same thoughts from the previous day, which leads us into the explanation of insanity. If you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, that's the definition for insanity. So since we already know it's been scientifically proven that 90% of our thoughts are the same thoughts from the previous day, our life is not going to change much. And if you really believe and feel that your thoughts are creating your reality, 
I think it's time to do something about it, you know? The purpose of self-examination, self-reflection, introspection, and soul-searching is to find out your purpose. What's your why? Why are you here? What are you supposed to contribute? Whatever that key thing is, only you can do it in the way that you would do it. Meaning, your contribution is unique, and it is distinguished. It is as distinguished as your fingerprints and your footprints. You are unique. You are special. There's a reason that you chose to come into this dispensation, and I want to help you figure that out. Something else that I want to point out to you that's real key about you thinking feelingly, about you thinking sensationally, and about how you think emotionally. All subconscious minds are connected. Proof of this on the negative end of the spectrum is you expect to have a tough time with your boss or supervisor. Your boss or supervisor picks up on that immediately and acts accordingly, just as you expected them to act. Now, proof of this on the positive end of the spectrum, you have a thought about a friend, a former teacher, a relative, or former coworker, you haven't seen or heard from them in quite some time, and then all of a sudden they look you up on social media or they call you or they send you a letter in the mail. Your subconscious mind is precious prime real estate. It's worth 100,000 times the old California gold rush. So it would behoove you to find out about your subconscious mind. A good book for you to take a look at is The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Um, there's excerpts about it in uh, the book Think and Grow Rich. And there's several other uh, good books out there that you can look at, not just those two, but I highly recommend those. Find out more about your subconscious mind and uh, um, key times to impress and influence your subconscious mind. The two pivotal or critical times to, to easily influence and bypass your conscious mind is when you first wake up in the morning and right before you drop off to bed uh, at night. And uh, the reason that that is is because for the most part, unless you just, your body shuts down, you're going to be in the theta state. And basically that state is like if you looked at a kid that's like between the ages of uh, two and six years old, even up to seven, uh, they're actually living in that state. They're not fully awake. It's kind of like a uh, drowsy state. So you can uh, influence and impress um, uh, goals and make corrections in your subconscious mind at these times. And in the morning also, because uh, it goes, uh, you know, through the range of the five uh, different stages. I think it goes um, delta, theta, uh, alpha, beta, and then it comes back down to theta. And so these, these are uh, crucial times, important times, pivotal times um, for you to impress uh, your subconscious mind. And so um, the word pray without ceasing. So a lot of people don't even really understand what, what's going on there. I mean, you're moving your thoughts all day long. Um, matter of fact, it says the average person has a, between 60,000 and 70,000 thoughts 
per day. And they say that we are um, conscious or consciously aware of about 5% of those thoughts. So my first question is, if we take the lower number, 60,000 thoughts, each person has at least 60,000 thoughts per day, and we're conscious of 5% of that. So we're conscious of 3,000 thoughts. So my first question is, how are you employing, employing those 3,000 thoughts? Like, what goal, what objective, what target, what mission are you giving those 3,000 thoughts? Uh, to accomplish for you, to, to enhance, improve, uh, grow your life, expand your life, uh, help you uh, flourish, prosper, and thrive? Like, what assignment are you giving those thoughts? And then an even more important question is, what are you doing about the 57,000 thoughts that you are not consciously aware of? So you have a lot of power that you didn't even know you had, that you're not utilizing, that could help you enhance, improve, and advance your life. Let's do a little exercise. I want us to um, imagine, visualize we're going to go into a two-story home, and as soon as we walk through the door, we're going to go up a long flight of stairs, and then we're going to keep going up another short flight of stairs and we're going to go into the attic of this home that was built in 1960. We're all in there right now, and we're awestruck and astonished at what we see. All the dust, uh, the spider webs and cobwebs. We even maybe start coughing. <laughs> well, I'm doing this analogy, this visualization exercise, to show you what's going on with your brain. Uh, in the good book, Romans, it says, be ye transformed and be renewed by the renewing of your mind. And even though it doesn't say it, it's implying that you ought to do this daily. Like you take a bath, like you wash your face, um, like you brush your teeth, like you wash your hands after you eat, so on and so forth. Well, that's what we're supposed to do um, with our brain also because everything is fighting us for our attention. Um, on the way to work, you have the radio playing. You got cars beside you, so other drivers. You got billboards. Uh, you probably watch the news before you went to sleep or you watch the 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock news. Um, then all day at work, uh, co-workers, supervisors, bosses are talking to you, uh, perfect strangers, customers, whoever you're being of service to. All of this stuff is getting into your subconscious mind, and you don't even know it. So that's why every day you should practice gratitude. You should practice forgiveness, and you should take out 10 or 15 minutes. I know everybody's stressed for time. We live in a microwave society. Everything's moving fast, but you really need to invest the time out for two things. One, to sit down and see what you're thinking and what you're believing. And also, uh, before you go to bed, you know, that last 30 minutes or whatever, carve out 10 or 15 minutes uh, to set, you know, three, three, three to seven uh go-dos or must-dos or 
goals or objectives that you expect to accomplish the next day. So you have some routine, some kind of way to stay on track. Because I'm telling you, everybody is fighting you for your attention. And um, when you're not focused, you don't have a design plan, uh, routine, something that you're executing step by step by step, you know, or you don't have smart goals. I mean, you're basically on autopilot. You're on automation. You know, you're not going to be as efficient and as effective as you can be because you really don't. You don't really have a plan. You don't really have an objective. You don't really have a target. You don't really have a goal. So you're just wallowing through doing things, you know, by the whim or, or, or seat of your pants instead of having a plan. You see, when you have a plan, you have a routine, you have strategies and tactics to accomplish your goals, targets, and objectives and milestones, everything reacts to you different. You know, uh, it's kind of like if you have a problem, you know, the problem is really not the problem, but how you react to the problem is the problem, if that makes sense. Um, So the problem is not the problem. How you react to the problem uh, is the problem. Uh, One man said it this way, uh, life is 90% (coughs) what happened to us and then 10% how we react to what happens to us. And um, this is important because when you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change. I'm telling you, you all need to get on this. Your thoughts, the thoughts that you are thinking emotionally, the thoughts that you are thinking sensationally, the thoughts that you are thinking feelingly is creating your current reality. See, the the reality that you're living now is from yesterday's thoughts. The reality that you'll be living tomorrow is right now's thoughts. I mean, you have to carve out, X out the past, X out the future, and focus on now. But I'm telling you, everything is coming out of your thoughts. Everything is coming out of your thoughts and your beliefs, your expectations, and your words. And let me let me really drill in on this, drill down on this. I've already explained that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As he continues to think, so he remains. So I'm letting you know right now. They say idle mind is the devil's workshop. You will not get away with anything that you think. It will surface. It will be expressed. You're not going to get away with anything that you believe. It's going to be expressed. It's going to show up. You will not get away with anything that you expect. Your expectation becomes its own self-fulfilling prophecy. That's the law of expectation. That's the universal law of expectation. And then... You will not get away with anything that you say. Even if you're coarse gesturing, you're joking, the subconscious mind cannot even take a joke. It takes you literally. Like, it it doesn't know if you're real or you're just playing or any of that. It just processes it. It's like a a, a magnified recorder. It's taking in all information and data, and it's processing it. And it's bringing 
what you don't want to pass and it's bringing what you do want to pass. That's how it works. Your thoughts, your beliefs, your expectations, your speech is creating and your actions or inactions is creating a reality. I'm telling you, you will not get away with what you think. You will not get away with what you believe. You will not get away with what you expect. You will not get away with the words that you release. And when you speak words, those words go into the ether. And the good book says that God's words cannot come back to him void. You're made in the image and likeness. I mean, you're exact duplicate kind as God. It's just your power hasn't been turned all the way up. So if his word will not come back without a harvest, then your words also, likewise, will not come back with a harvest. And it says the power of life and death is in the tongue. It says uh, by your words, you're snared. By your words, you're released. So you want to be mindful of the words that you're speaking and the emotions behind it. You were never meant to say anything that you didn't truly desire. You were never meant to speak anything that you didn't desire. See, I want to go back to that visualization example. Uh, when we're in the attic, you see all that dust and cobwebs and everything. Well, all these thoughts that's getting in there, like they are attaching themselves and like thought attracts like thoughts. So that's why it's important to wash your brain out with affirmations because thoughts are getting into you all around the clock. So you have to have a set of affirmations, uh, whatever good looks like to you, you know, what's good for you um, in your thought life, what's good for you, uh, health-wise, what's good for you career-wise, what's good for you um, personal relationship-wise and social relationship-wise, uh, what's good uh, for you in finances, what's good for you in terms of uh, time freedom, you know, to, to do something for yourself in leisure because you work, you meet your financial obligations or whatever, like, you know, how many hours do you need to do something nice for yourself or pamper yourself, so on and so forth. Well, you need to create, you know, five to ten affirmations, and then you have set times during the day, preferably in the morning when you when you wake up or when you brush your teeth. You, you look yourself in the mirror. You get close up on the mirror, and you look into your soul, and you speak these affirmations because you need to clear your mind. You know, um, all this stuff is getting in you. You need to declutter your mind so that your mindset is intact, so that uh, you have a strategy, you have tactics on how you're going to execute your plan, how you're going to keep your energy right. Um, because also your chakras, your chakras is important too, because your chakras have an opening and closing. And then a lot of us, because we, we're, we're not aware, that's why I'm teaching this stuff, about thoughts creating reality, about the subconscious mind, about the law of vibration, about... Um, the law of attraction and law of resonance, some people like to call it. You have to use all the tools and resources that you have in your tool belt to be successful in this life, in this dispensation. You got to use everything to your advantage. You got to use your emotions. 
You've got to use your words. You've got to use your physical prowess. You've got to use your brain. You've got to use your central nervous system. You've got to use everything to win. If you expect to win, you've got to develop everything, and you have to use it consistently, constantly. That, that's what it's going to take to go to your next level, whatever that looks like, whatever your next level of success looks like. You know, I'm trying to meet you where you are. This is what every, everybody is using. They're using the law of thought. Thought creates reality. What you think sensationally, what you think emotionally, what you think feelingly is creating your reality. You're giving. Choose this day. You're choosing your day. If you want it to be negative, you latch on to negative thoughts. If you want it to be positive and good, you latch on to the positive thoughts. I think it's uh, Philippians 4.8. It says, uh, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things are honorable. You know, so things that serve you, you're supposed to think on things that serve you. You're supposed to walk in love. You're supposed to be constantly for, forgiving people. And the reason that you forgive them is, is not about you or them. It's just that they don't understand who they are. Just like you don't understand you, who you are. And you're just releasing it. You're letting it go. You're dropping it so you can keep on your path on the straight and narrow and not uh, block your momentum and your flow of blessing. You got to stay focused. Control the imagination and your focus uh, of attention. What are you directing that towards? You got to have a goal in front of you all the time. You can't get hung up or get distracted with what's going on in the world. You got to stay focused. So we talked about having uh, the 60,000 thoughts. So everyone has at least 60,000 thoughts per day. We're conscious of about 5% of those thoughts. I'm just kind of reiterating this because a lot of people haven't really been exposed to this. Those 3,000 thoughts, you need to give those 3,000 thoughts an assignment, something that's going to empower you, something that's going to take you in the direction of your goals. You know, maybe it's uh, you want a promotion on your job or you want a new job and you want, you know, a $10,000 raise or you want to start your own business. You got to give your thoughts an assignment so they can go to work for you. Because otherwise, if you don't give them an assignment, they're going to work against you. And they're going to be draining your energy. They're going to be bringing you results that you don't want, so on and so forth. We're live on the sophomore project, The Experience, Volume 12. How the Universe Works, Something Like a Phenomenon. Uh, this is the spinoff show. It dives deeper into spiritual phenomena, mental phenomena, physical phenomena, material phenomena, and financial phenomena. We've been talking about thought, how thought creates your reality. Everything is coming uh, out of Proverbs 23.7. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And as he continues to think, so he remains. Uh, failure or success. Each individual is working with the law of thought found in Proverbs 23.7 from one of the wisest men to ever live, Solomon, King Solomon. I want to give you a short lesson in neuroplasticity. We all know the neural networks that 
wired together, fired together. So this is the rewiring of the brain, basically changing your paradigms, mental conditioning, and mental programming from concepts, precepts, patterns, habits, and behaviors that no longer serve you to concepts, precepts, patterns, habits, and behaviors that do serve you. Let's dive into this process, and I'm going to say what has worked for me. I'm going to bypass your amygdala, fight, flight, or freeze, meaning do nothing, and your thalamus, and I'm going to bring heightened attention and awareness to your cerebral cortex, neocortex, and cerebellum, and your reticular activating system, or what is known as RAS. And let me tell you two things. Your mind believes your voice more than anyone else's. And it's sort of like an aha moment when you hear yourself recorded. Sounds funny or weird, but it's not. And that's why many don't persist with their confession to possession or affirmations. They get caught up on the sound and talk themselves out of potential greatness. Back off the tangent now, my apologies. I require everyone listening to get in the mood and attitude of gratitude. Begin by giving thanks silently or out loud for anything that you are sincerely thankful for and grateful for. Feel it. I need you to feel it. Please feel it. Just give thanks for something, your car, your job, your spouse, your child, anything. Feel it. I need you to feel it because this works. Why are we doing this? so we can release the proper substance and sustenance within our body, such as endorphins and neurotransmitters and hormones, such as oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, and anodyne. You may be asking, what will this do for it? It will put you in one of these states, a calm and tranquil state, a happy state, a joyful state, or a blissful state in a space or grace where you can obtain heart and brain coherence, where both your heart and brilliant mind are in flow. They open and deeply receptive to you receiving this exact knowledge, this in-depth knowledge, this specialized knowledge at your core. So they will belong to you, and you can drop on this knowledge and begin to apply it in any area of your life and initiate the process called transformation and awakening. And once this happens, you will never be the same. Your awareness has changed. Your consciousness has shifted. Your belief system has transformed. Your thought impulses and thinking patterns have been renewed, fresh and anew. You become a new man and emerge as your higher self. The infinite you has been made manifest right here, right now, with absolutely no limits, no boundaries, no restrictions, and you finally see the immortal truth that you are far more, far more than your body and your, your, your name, your family gave you, or other people call you. For you are one with God, God with a little g, and you can operate to a measure exactly how the Father operates. The only difference is your power has not yet been turned all the way up because you haven't reached full maturity. You don't have supreme confidence in yourself. You're still growing, and you haven't fully matured to the maximum. You understand what I'm saying? This is really, really important. When you're able to obtain heart and brain coherence, I mean, you're, you're at the apex. You're your higher self, and there's literally not anything that you can't accomplish that you set out to do.
And I want to teach you a little more about this, uh, how it relates to finances. I'm going to connect it. So on the front cover of the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there's a diagram. And there's a left side and there's a right side. So at the top, on the left-hand side, it has an E for employee. And I'm just using it so you have get a visual or image or a picture in your mind because you think it pictures. So you have an E uh, at the top on the left-hand side. It stands for employee. And then you have the S at the bottom left-hand side. stands for self-employed. And the left side is the root. No, left side is the branches. I'm sorry, I'm correct that. Left side is the branches. And by my observation, I believe that the individuals that are on the left side are using their five senses. Hear, see, smell, taste, and touch. The right side represents the root. And I believe that, uh, let me do the symbols first, I'm sorry. Uh, B for business owners at the top right, and then I for investors is at the bottom right. An investor, you know, only 1% of the world is in that category of investor. That means that if they do not get up out their bed, they still make money. So whether they do something or they don't do something, they still make money. So only 1% of the world is in that category. Or less, actually. And so the right side is the root. So I'm going to use a number that's not drawn to scale, and that number is $8 billion. So I'm going to say between those four categories that there's $8 billion in one uh, working, citizens working in some capacity between the four categories. Now, the number's not drawn to scale, but I'm going to show you a principle that is valid. And if you was to search it out, don't take my word from it. Forget about the numbers. Just search out the principle, and you will totally have an aha moment and an awakening to how this relates to all the things that I've been teaching about thought, about belief, about expectation, about your speech, and about taking massive action and being a career student and how thought creates your reality. So back to the diagram. So we have 8 billion people working in some capacity, either as an employee or self-employed on the left-hand side, or as a business owner and investor on the right-hand side. So we're going to break it down. So that means that 7,920,000,000 people are going to be on the left-hand side, and exactly 80 million people are going to be on the right-hand side. Now, I said the left-hand side is using their five senses. The right-hand side is using their sixth sense or faith or the higher faculties, meaning imagination, intuition, memory, perception, reason, and will. So we have 7,920,000,000 people on the left-hand side that's either employees or self-employed, and then we have 80 million people exactly that represent the right-hand side as a business owner or investor. Now, the 7,920,000,000 people on the left-hand side 
represents the majority in physical population. And then the 80 million on the right-hand side uh, represent the minority in physical population. Here's the startling and astonishing thing that I'm about to break down for you. Now, the 7,920 million people represent 98% of the physical population, given the 8 billion uh, people number that I gave that's not drawn to scale. But I want you to see the principle. Now, the 7,920 million people control only 2% of the wealth, meaning financial instruments, financial resources, and money. So 2%. So they have a larger population, but control only 2% of the finances. Whereas on the right-hand side, the root, so it's the root versus the branches. The root represents only 2% in physical population, but control 98% of the wealth in terms of financial instruments, financial resources, and money. So this is what I'm talking about. You have the branches against the roots. The root, the root cause of a thing controls everything. You can kind of liken it to your self-image. Your self-image is dictating every decision you're making. The decision is controlling how you dress, where you work, where you live, what you drive, how you're able to take care of yourself, what's in your uh, checking account, what's in your savings account. So that's what the root is. The root, you can basically symbolize it as your self-image. Whereas the branches, the branches are representing your five senses. So you're letting something outside of your core dictate to you how you dress, where you live, where you work, what you drive, how much is in your checking account, how much is in your savings account, what your life insurance policy is, what, what, what you invest or not invest. Folks, a lot of people coming out of this pandemic really need to go through self-examination, self-reflection, introspection, and soul-searching. For less than a dollar, you can get a notepad and begin to write, what do you think predominantly? What do you believe about your career? What do you believe about your health? What do you believe about your relationships? What do you believe about your social relationships? What do you believe about your finances? What do you believe about lack of time freedom and time freedom? What do you believe you should be able to vacation at? Should you even be able to take a vacation? What would you like to vacation at? What would you love? What would you love to take your spouse? Or what would you like to meet up with at, with your boys? Would you like a trip to Miami? 
Would you like a trip to San Diego? Would you like a trip to Toronto? Would you like a trip to Hawaii? Like, you got to begin to plan your work and work your plan. Don't let your life just be happenstance. I mean, it, for a dollar, you can get a pencil and some type of notepad. And just for one week, it's not about right or wrong. Just start to write down your thoughts. Start to write down your beliefs. Start to write down your expectations. Start to write down your vocabulary. What are you speaking? What are you saying about yourself? Have you thought about what you've been thinking about? I mean, all this stuff is relevant. I'm giving you profound data. I'm giving you tools to put in your tool belt to utilize as resources because at the end of the day, moment by moment, you are the builder. You are the sculptor. You are your Michelangelo, and you have a blank canvas, canvas, and you're painting your life brick by brick. Are you building your dream home, your dream business, your dream vacation? Or are you creating these nightmares over here? You know, what are you building? Which brings me to my next topic that I want to talk about. Everything that we tell ourselves is made up anyway. I kind of touched on this earlier. Pray without ceasing. A lot of people don't really know what that means. You are moving around all day, every day, and even when you sleep, by thought, just like you move on your feet. So at all times during the day, you know, when I was younger, they used to say you're crazy if you talk to yourself. But the truth of it is the opposite. You're crazy if you don't talk to yourself. Because all day long, you are engaging with yourself in inner conversations, internal dialogue, self-talk, and auto-suggestion. I mean all day. You are talking to yourself. You're having conversations with yourself. Your lower self and higher self, you and God, um, whatever you want to call it, divine intelligence, infinite intelligence, spirit it makes no difference this is going on you're having a conversation with yourself I want to reiterate this one more time so pray without ceasing all day every day you're having um, inner conversations with yourself internal dialogue with yourself uh, affirmations with yourself self-talk and auto-suggestion why is this important because Information and data is getting into you all the time. And in order for you to believe in yourself and to begin to get supreme confidence and supreme belief in yourself, because it said in order to believe in God, you got to first believe in yourself. It's important to do these things because stuff is getting in you all times. Data from radio, TV, perfect strangers, community leaders, teachers. Uh, supervisors, bosses, coworkers, uh, cars next to you and driving, billboards, everything is fighting for your attention. So the point being is you've got to master a couple things. you got to be able to control your imagination. you got to be able to focus and direct your attention. And you've got to be able to control the conversation with yourself and you've got to be able to 
manage your thoughts. If you can do those four things right there, because you are the builder, brick by brick. You are the sculptor. You are the artist. You are the musician. You're making the song that you want, or you're creating the nightmare that you don't want. And so in order to feed your dreams, because the law of polarity says that you got to have both. You see what I'm saying? You either starve your nightmares to feed your dreams, or you starve your dreams to feed your nightmare. It can be no other way, which brings you to something important, too. I did a powerful show. I think it was uh, January or February. <clears throat> Go back and check it out because it's free about the seen and the unseen. And I just said something very important to you, and it might have flew over your head, about the law of polarity. The law of polarity says that both things have to exist. Like you have a heads and tails on a quarter. You got to have both, you know. Some people call it faith and fear. So the law of polarity says that, you know, if there's an up, there's a down. If there's a left, there's a right. If there's an on, there's an off. If there's a hot, there's a cold. That's why we have seasons. So unless you're in the absolute, this is the way it is. Nothing you can do about it. So whether you know it or not, I am raising your level of awareness. I'm making you conscientious, and I'm raising your level of consciousness about this. You do talk to yourself. It's ongoing all the time. Now, the task becomes, can you take control of it and order it aright? So controlled imagination. Controlled imagination. Be able to control your imagination. Begin to order your conversations with yourself aright. Begin to manage your thinking. Only allow what empowers you, what helps you, what aids and assists you, what takes you in a direction where you want to go to get into your subconscious mind. And then everything else that's in there, taking up precious prime real estate, you got to evict it. You got to get it out of there. because. Your subconscious mind is one million times more powerful than your conscious mind. Please understand me. You know, the subconscious mind is what's keeping your heart and blood circulating and everything going right, all your limbs functioning. You may not be aware of this, but this is what's happening. It's, it's what's controlling your central nervous system. So it will behoove you to find out about your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is not going to argue with you. It's just going to accept what you feel and what you say. It's just the way it is. You can do all the research you want, but don't take my word for it. I want you to search it out and prove it to yourself. This is real. Your conscious mind is all analytical and critical and is doing all this stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like the gatekeeper. It's going to stop certain stuff. Your subconscious doesn't do that. It just accepts the information. It just accepts the information. Good, bad, indifferent, true, false makes no difference. It doesn't recognize that. It just accepts it by how you tell it and the way you feel when you tell it. That's the way That's the way it works. This is real deal, Holyfield. This is the real McCoy. I'm giving you nuggets, morsels, gems, diamonds, rubies of truth. This is the way it is. If you want to change 
your life for the better and continue to work at it to change your life for the best, get up on that subconscious mind, study the law of vibration, study the law of attraction, or some people call it law of resonance. This is what it is. Your thoughts, feelingly, your thoughts emotionally, your thoughts sensationally, are creating your current reality. There is no such thing as the past or future. All you have is now. You got to be here now. Be present now. You got to be able to raise your vibration and be able to function in the right now, like this second. This second, you got to focus right now. You know what I'm saying? Controlled imagination, managing your thoughts, ordering your conversations the right. You know what I'm saying? Using your visualization. You know, um, saying only what you, what, what's fruitful, what's productive for you, only what you want. You were never meant to speak anything that you didn't want. The subconscious mind cannot take a joke. It's time to wake up, folks. It's true. Most of us are asleep. You need an awakening. You need an awakening. You need an awakening. Your thoughts, you got to take 100% responsibility for your life. Your thoughts feelingly, your thoughts emotionally, your thoughts sensationally are creating your reality. If you're broke, I already proved it to you. Metacognition is the process of becoming aware of what you are thinking and what you are feeling. It has been scientifically proven that 90% of our thoughts are the same thought from the previous day and the previous day and the previous day. So. Unless you are able to change your thoughts feelingly, change your thoughts emotionally, change your thoughts sensationally, you're going to have the same life that you have today because every day your thoughts are the same. Neuroplasticity is a tool that you can use to totally revolutionize your life in 18 days, 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Between those time periods, if you commit to doing the work, you can revolutionize your life. I don't care how long you've been in that situation. I don't care what family you came from, what side of the tracks you live on. This stuff works, and the people that you see successful on a medium scale, large scale, small scale, they are working these principles either consciously or unconsciously. But this is what they're doing, whether they are aware of it or not. They understand that their inner world is expressed on the outer world. You see, it's an inside job. You got to live from the inside out. You have to live from the inside out, not the outside in. It's not someone out there controlling you like a puppet and making this stuff happen to you. That is not how it is happening. It is happening. Inside of you, sensational thought by sensational thought, emotional thought by emotional thought, feelingly thought by feelingly thought, through your imagination. Some people think that they see with their eyes. You don't see with your eyes. You see through them. You have cells of recognition. And you actually see through your third eye uh, visualization. You, 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 because of your thoughts, you're always thinking ahead of your evidence. 
That's why you're getting what you're getting because you believe it and you expect it and you're speaking it. See, uh, they are in some some circles of churches. They kind of criticize them because they say, "Oh, you can have what you say." Well, they're just really telling you the truth because whether you realize it or not, you are having what you've been saying, and you will continue to have what you are saying. So why not change it to what you really desire, what you require? So, yes, every day in every way, you are having what you are saying in your internal conversations, coming through your imagination, being projected up on the screen of space, expressed through your subconscious mind, unconscious mind or subjective mind, whatever you choose to call it. Every single cell of your body and every single cell in every person's body has intelligence in it. That's why a person, you can tell if a person doesn't want you around or you can walk into a a home, an apartment, a condo, a beach house, and you can pick up the vibration on whether they are, the couple is, uh, or whoever you're visiting, uh, if, if they're upset, if they're happy, if they're neutral. Because you have intelligence in you, you can just automatically pick it up. That, that's what I'm telling you. That's how brilliant you are. There is no limit to you except for what you recognize and accept. And that goes um, in your personal relationships, you know, loving relationships and, you know, uh, relationships uh, with, like, mother and father or grandparents and siblings. Like, there is no limit. Uh, except those that you recognize and accept. Like, every relationship can be restored. Um, it can be enhanced. It can be prospered. Um, your health. Your health can be greatly improved. I don't care about any diagnosis. Every cell in your body has intelligence in it. And according to your thoughts, according to your beliefs, according to your expectations, and according to your believing and speaking, so it will be. There's nothing magical about it. It's not a miracle. It's not none of that. Every cell of your body has intelligence. Every cell of your body has a brain. Uh, read the uh, uh, the book by, uh, what is that guy's name? Uh, Bruce Lipton. Uh, uh, he has a book. I think it's uh, Biology of Something, of the Body, whatever. Um, the point of it is, is all of your cells um, have intelligence in it. Uh, each cell has its own brain. Like this thing is deep. You got to really stop just taking what anybody's telling you. You got to search this stuff out for yourself. And, and it's coming back to your thoughts are creating your reality, um, your beliefs, your expectations, your speech, and your actions. Your actions or inaction is creating your reality. You can have anything you want so long as you commit to it. Make a decision and do the work. Pay the price. You got to be willing to do the spiritual work consistently, constantly, daily. The mental work, consistently, constantly, daily. The physical work, consistently, constantly, daily. You got to become a career student. You got to want this stuff like you want your last breath. Yeah, if you were struggling to breathe, you got to want success like you want your next breath. 
when you want it that bad, you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it, you will have it. It's law. That's the way it is. Everything that I teach, I'm working around thoughts, beliefs, expectations, speech, and action. Even the good book says, faith without works is dead. Like, there's no guarantees. And like the example that I gave from the diagram on Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the people that are on the left side, they are primarily, there's nothing wrong with it, but this is their mindset. Their mindset is on, uh, like the man said, it's on a, a, a paycheck, uh, safety and security. There is no security or safety outside yourself. It's inside of you. You're the chief offer to power. You're the chief executive officer. You're the chief financial officer. You are the one that's sovereign. You have the power. Use your power and authority for your advantage to take you where you want to go. Don't give your power out to someone. Or use your power against yourself, weakening yourself. It makes no sense. That's what a lot of us are doing by ignorance. And I don't mean ignorance and bad. I'm saying ignorance meaning that we don't know. When we don't know, we're ignorant to the concept of something. I'm telling you to get all over this thinking, man. Your thinking, everything is coming from your thinking and your self-image. Self-image. How do you see yourself? The way you see yourself is how everybody else is going to see you. There's no way around it. Uh, one of those guys, which one was it? I don't know if it was Zig Ziglar. It said that uh, when you begin to work on yourself the way you work on a job, that's when your life's going to change. When you begin to work on yourself, the way you work on your job, that's when your life's going to change. When you begin to work on yourself, the way you work on your job, that's when your life is going to change. Are you are you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm going to read this thing one more time. It's so powerful. It's dealing with the law of cause and effect. A belief is the root, okay? What is happening to cause these things to happen in my life? A belief is the root that supplies or produces a certain thought. Underline thought. That thought is like a seed, and the fruit from it is expressed. Find the belief which supplied the thought or cause, then you can change the effect. Or effect means unwanted circumstance, unwanted condition, and unwanted material thing. I'm going to read it one more time and then I can give you uh, an example that you can actually relate to. A belief is the root. What is happening in my life right now to cause these specific things to happen? A belief is the root 
and it supplies or produces a certain thought, and that thought is like a seed, and the fruit from it is expressed. Find the belief which supplies the thought or cause, thought meaning cause, law of cause and effect, then you can change the effect, effect being unwanted circumstance, unwanted condition, and unwanted material thing. Let's give an example. Okay? Your light bill is due on Friday. You're in fear about it. So that thought, I'm not going to be able to pay my light bill this Friday because I don't get paid until next Friday, is creating a feeling in you. Okay? And that feeling is creating a function in your hand, and that function is paralysis, inability to act. So now what's going to happen? You're already in fear. You got the feeling of fear or anxiety in your heart, and you're, you're, you're defeating yourself, telling yourself over and over again, oh, I ain't going to be able to pay my bills till, till uh, next Friday. Let's do this Friday. They're going to cut my lights out. They're going to cut my lights out. So that's what's going to happen. Why? You already planted to see the thought. You believe it's going to happen, and you're expecting it to happen, and you're speaking it that it's going to happen. So that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, you could have used the energy positively. Yes, you do have a dilemma, but the dilemma is resolvable if you get out a pen and paper and write down, hey, I can call and get an extension. Hey. I can try to borrow the money. Or, hey, I can tell them that I can pay half of what's due now and then pay the remaining balance on the following Friday. So you could have got creative and wrote many different uh, things down, but no, you immediately went into fear. You immediately put your focus on fear. You automatically put your imagination on fear. So what happened? You got that feeling of anxiety in your heart and that feeling of anxiety put a function in your hand, paralysis, in, in, inability to act. And so what? You thought your life's going to get cut out. You believe your thought your life's going to get cut out. You expect your life to get cut off. And you spoke your life's going to get cut off. So that's exactly what's going to happen. It works like the law of gravity. You throw a ball up, it's coming down. It works exactly like the law of aerodynamics plane has to hit resistance in order to catapult to higher altitudes. It works exactly the same way. And I'm telling you, over and over again, I've told you, you success or failure, you're working with the law of thought. I just explained to you, you plant the seed of thought for your life to get cut off. You plant the seed of belief, your life's going to get cut off. You planted the seed of expectation, your life's going to get cut off. And then you spoke it into existence, your life's going to get cut off. All because you chose to put your focus and put the frame around fear instead of faith. Now, what does that look like if you would have changed that around? Put your focus on faith and kept positive energy, okay? Putting the frame of focus on faith would have created a positive emotion called anticipation in your heart 
which would have created a function in your hand of power or ability to act, meaning you would have came up with some alternative plans to make sure that your light stay on, whether it was extending it if you was qualified for that or paying half of it and then paying paying the remaining balance on the following Friday or borrowing all the money to meet the financial obligation um, or other scenarios also. I'm just giving you an example so you know that your thoughts are creating a reality. Whatever you think sensationally, whatever you think emotionally, whatever you think feelingly, consistently, constantly, over and over again, with time, space, repetition, it goes into your subconscious mind, projected out onto the screen of space, and then it expresses and it manifests. That's how it happens every single time. Everybody, no matter who they are, they are for success or failure. They are working with the law of thought. Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I added to that, as he continues to think, so he remains. So I'm going to recap today's show. You're live on the Sophomore Project, The Experience, Volume 12, The Universe, How It Works, Something Like a Phenomenon. I'm your host, Lee. You can DM me on Instagram. School of Self Transformation, or you can email me directly. S as in Sam, O as in Opportunity, U as in United, N as in Night, E as in Early, R as in Robert, H as in Heaven, A as in Apple, V as in Victory, E as in Early, N as in Night, at Yahoo.com. If you are interested in working with me or finding out more about me, I have tons of free shows on BBS Radio. Um, I'm going to repeat that one more time. You can DM me on IG at School of Self-Transformation. You can also directly email me at S as in Sam, O as in Opportunity, U as in United, N as in Night, E as in Early, R as in Robert, H as in Heaven, A as in Apple, V as in Victory, E as in Early, N as in Night, at Yahoo.com to find out more about uh, my coaching and training. We're talking about thought, belief, expectations, speech, action, law of vibration, the subconscious mind, law of attraction, and law of resonance. I'm walking you through this like a Philadelphia lawyer. Your reality is being created by your thoughts. Your reality is being created by your thoughts. You have to take 100% responsibility for your life. You have to take 100% responsibility for your life. You have to take 100% responsibility for your life. You have to take 100% responsibility for your life. You can either make excuses or you can make progress but you can't do both. Let me say that one more time, just in case it went over your head. You can either make excuses or you can make progress, 
but you can't do both. It's all on you. Take 100% responsibility for your life. I highly recommend um, getting a coach. It doesn't have to be me. I recommend getting a coach. I recommend getting a mentor. I recommend having an accountability partner. Um, You got to have those three things because you don't have enough time to figure it out by yourself. If you could have figured it out by yourself, you would have already figured it out and you wouldn't be listening to this show or you wouldn't be listening to the replay. And you would already know that your thoughts have something to do with your life, the current state of your life. And uh, speaking of that, innumerable uh, states exist, right? So it's possible to be happy, then sad, then depressed, uh, then joyful. Like, all these states exist. So we know that energy cannot be created or destroyed. We're not waiting on God. Everything is right here, right now. If you need $10,000, the $10,000 is already here. The question becomes, where is it at? You know, the question becomes, what are you going to do to put yourself in position to receive it or allow it to come into your life? It's already here. There is no shortage of anything. Uh, there's only abundance. There's actually no lack. You've been you've been hoodwinked and sold a bill of goods or sold a pot of stew. There is no shortage. Uh, everything exists right here now. Everything exists because unless there's an absolute, if there's poverty, there is uh, prosperity. You know what I mean? The law of polarity says it. If the light can be on, the light can be off. If there's up, there's a down. There's a left, there's a right, there's a hot, there's a cold. You know, just just fundamental principles. But we, we make these things big and, you know, compound, complex. It's simple but not easy. It's simple but not easy. Simple but not easy. Choose this day. So you get to choose your day. You know, you want it to be negative or do you want it to be positive? If you want it to be negative, then you think and feel negatively and you speak negatively. You want it to be positive. You feel and think positively, and you speak and feel positively. That makes sense. You're always thinking ahead of your evidence. You're always thinking ahead of your evidence. You're always thinking ahead of your evidence. So don't think that you can think in secret. I said this before. James Allen said, you think that you think in secret, and it comes to pass, but environment is but our looking glass. You are not going to get away with what you think. And I know a lot of a lot of people think that they're slick. At some point, it will be revealed. It will be expressed. You're not going to get away with what you believe, anything you just believe. Even the idle mind, whatever's in there is going to show up. Whatever you believe is going to show up. Whatever you believe at your core is going to show up. Whatever you think at your core is going to show up. Whatever you expect at your core is going to show up. Whatever you speak from your core is going to show up. I'm just giving you all the real, cutting straight to the chase. It's all about controlled imagination, ordering your conversations with yourself all right, 
controlling how you feel because feeling is the secret. Directing where you put your focus. What you focus on expands. Where you, where you put your attention, wherever you put your attention, where your attention goes, energy flows. Back to the states, okay? All these states exist. I'm going to give an example. You know, if you if you you come in from through Texas, right, and you go to Oklahoma, then you pass into Kansas, then you pass into Missouri. Well, just because you're in Missouri, that didn't eliminate Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas. Those states still exist. So we talked about um, uh, being sad, being angry, being depressed. Now you've moved into happiness, joy, and bliss. Well, just because you moved into happiness, joy, and bliss, the states of sadness, anger, and depression still exist. And if you're not careful, they can hop back on you. And that parallels with you traveling through Texas, through Oklahoma, through Kansas, into Missouri. Well. Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas, the states are still here. Just like when you went into the positive emotions of uh, happiness, joy, and bliss, well, the states of sadness, anger, and depression still exist. So everything is right here, right now. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to choose to control your imagination. You have to choose to properly manage your thoughts. You have to choose to direct your focus and to control your feelings. When you do that, there is no limits except those that you recognize and accept. Once again, you can uh, DM me, direct message me on uh, IG if you're interested in uh, my services or working with me and um, going from uh, codependence to independence, to interdependence, or if you need me to help uh, bridge the gap from where you are to where your heart truly desires to be, um, I can give you a blueprint and be your guide to help you get there. Um, like I say, you're live on the Sudden Eye Impact Show. This has been the spin-off show, The Sophomore Project, The Experience, Volume 12. The universe and how it works, something like a phenomenon. You can IG me, I mean, DM me on IG at School of Self Transformation. <clears throat> or you can directly email me at S as in Sam, O as in Opportunity, U as in United, N as in Night, E as in Early, R as in Robert, H as in Heaven, A as in Apple, V as in Victory, E as in Early and in as a night at yahoo.com. As I leave, I'm going to reiterate, your thoughts are creating your reality. You must take 100% responsibility for your life now. You need to hire a coach and find a mentor and group up with somebody to hold you accountable to the goals that you write and hold you accountable 
to you doing what you said you're going to do. It's for you. It's not for them. They just question you to make sure that you're doing what you said you're going to do. If you get a coach, you get a mentor, and you get an accountability partner, I guarantee you, in 90 to 120 days, your life will look totally different. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care how long you've been in it. I don't care what side of the tracks you come from. I don't care about your nationalities. If it's a true principle and it worked for one person, it will work for anybody. So I'm going to leave you with some quotes. A dream doesn't become reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. Colin Powell, General Colin Powell, if one advances confidently in the direction of his or her dreams and endeavors to live the life which they have imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. Henry David Thiru, you are live on the Sudden Eye Impact show. This show is a spinoff show, The Sophomore Project, The Experience, Volume 12. How the Universe Works, Something Like a Phenomenon is today's show. I'm your host, Lee. I'm getting ready to close after these quotes. Dr. Ken McFarland said, 2% of people think, 3% of people think that they think, 95% of people would rather die than think. Earl Nightingale said that for centuries, Scholars have argued over everything, but there was only one thing that they consistently agreed upon, the strangest secret, that we become what we think about. Buddha said it this way, all we are is the sum total of our thoughts. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. It's been exciting. It's been an impressive, thought-driven show. Until the next time, use your faith and take massive action. Sudden impact out.